What's up, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we go over the latest in cybersecurity news, as well as highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the firewall. Uh, my name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LeVon Maynard. What up? All right. So it's been kind of a crazy week. We're doing a recap of all of the uh, Colonial Pipeline uh, stuff. So if you tune into the last episode, we kind of break down the theories and what we believe to, uh, to have happened from the, the information we currently have, as well as we do some foreshadowing throughout the week. So today we're going to talk about the executive order. Uh, and then uh, later on in the week, we'll have a discussion about the ransom being paid. Uh, and as always, on Friday, we're going to have that uh, weekly rundown where we talk about what we've been watching and listening, all that non-cybersecurity type stuff. Uh, but with that being said, I give it to you, Shannon. All right. So this article is from the lawfareblog.com, and it's uh, written by two people, actually, uh, Robert, Ch- Robert Chesney and Trey Hare. And the title of it is Everything You Need to Know About the New Executive Order on Cybersecurity. So um, so this was Wednesday morning, actually, the Biden administration um, had a executive order or released an executive order on improving the nation's cybersecurity. Um, so it's one of those things where you see executive order and you're like, oh, it's not really going to do much. But there's a little bit there's a little bit of teeth to this right now with this out there. I, I will say this executive order really on a, only affects, you know, your your civil service agencies, your your government agencies, you know, that the. the the dot govs and a little bit of the dot mills. Um, and I actually looked into this exec- executive order and there's 11 sections to it, right? Um, and there's a lot of stuff that it goes into and a lot of things that I think we've been needing for a long time, right? Um, now, when this was released, it would lead you to believe, oh, it's because of the colonial pipeline stuff. That is the reason this got released. But you gotta, you gotta think back to some of the things that have been happening, you know, within the past year that we've been talking about, you know, go all the way back, you know, about seven months or so. And you'll see, we've been talking about some of these things that this actually addresses and, and to where the government, the federal government has been a target of, right? So, um, so the president doing this executive order on, like I said, Wednesday, um, he's, a, he's, he's making it known that cybersecurity is a priority, right? And it's one of those things that we talk about even on this program where we're like, we need to make this a priority. We need, to, we need people to be more serious. I mean, we've seen money get thrown at it. You know, we've seen up to a billion dollars. You know, they're, they're putting people in different positions. Um, even for this one, they're standing up a position that's the, the NCD, I think is what it is. Is it National Cyber Director? I got to find it again. But they're they're yeah they have a person in line for this already. Mr. Chris Inglis, I N G L I S, um, is gonna be uh gonna be the head of that department there. And it's one of those things where, um, you know we need we need to take this more serious. And I think we are actually starting to get to that point because when you start to think about it and 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 how we are as a nation, um, you know you, you think about Department of Defense and things of that, and and traditionally you think you know, bombs, bullets, airplanes, tanks, right? Um, that's not necessarily where our battles are being fought now, right? It's in the cyber domain uh, with IT where things are getting a lot, I don't want to say a lot worse for us, but it's getting a little more treacherous where um, countries that may be coming after us, um, this is the way in, this is what they're doing, right? Um, and with the different sections, like I said, there's 11 sections in this, um, but really two through nine um, to sum it up are the ones where it's got some teeth to it, to where it's like, this is what we're going to do. And like I said, mostly it, it affects, you know, your .gov organizations, but .mil 
um, does fall into this a little bit as well. And they give a little bit of leeway on, on you know, uh, how the NCD uh, director, the National Cyber Director, can, uh, can implement that and, and kind of put it out there for everybody to, to take action on. Um, but some of the highlights of it, right, is uh, um, enhancing the software supply chain security, um, actually reporting uh, things to the FBI and other government agencies when, when things happen um, and, and being in coordination, right? Because you see this a lot where you'll have, you know, the, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing in the federal government. You know, they're, they're kind of, it, it would do them better to act together, you know, and, and address some of these things that doesn't exactly happen. And that's one of the things specifically addressed in this executive order to where it's like, hey, you need to report immediately and you need to make sure you are working in concert, you know, uh, to make sure that we can we can come up um, with a way forward, or we can come up with some type of after action report to know how to address this in the future, um, what, what to do to recover from certain incidents, um, how to prevent the incidents from happening. Um, but this is one of those things of, uh, you know, you love to see it, you know, granted, it's not a law, it's an executive order, but you know, you got to start somewhere, you know what I mean? So, uh, Levon, what's your thoughts on this? I think it's, uh, I think it's an excellent uh, initiative. I mean, obviously, cybersecurity is, is, such a hot thing right now, especially with the last year with the COVID thing and then everybody's working from home and all this kind of stuff, all these different, uh, you know, ransomware, you know, even outside of just the, the the pipeline that just went down. I mean, we've had all kinds of big, big uh, people be getting hit by these ransomware attacks. But yeah, I was, I was kind of, I mean, this thing is like definitely very detailed. This article um, has a lot of the information from the executive order. And I think, uh, you know, one thing that I, that stood out to me was uh, a section in here, they're talking about um, in section three, they said, get in the government's own house in order, aka cloud, more cloud, and don't trust anybody. So they're talking about uh, <laughs> a lot of the modernization nowadays is, is is pushed towards like the cloud, which I think is great. I mean, it's, cloud has a lot of power as far as like, you know, uh, uh, modernizing things and making things more accessible and easier and function um, with a lot of automation and um, you kind of take some of the uh, the load off of like the local like data center. You have to build out your own data center and support things like that. But um, you know, talking about that, uh, kind of modernizing that. There's a the FedRAMP, which is the uh, federal government's main security authorization program for cloud services. Talking about modernizing that um, that program to make sure that um, they you know keep up with all the latest and greatest you know uh, capabilities of the cloud. Um, they took some of the language right out of the the cloud service provider playbook. Which is more emphasized on it puts emphasis on like more automated, more rapid, and less uh, duplicative. Duplicative. Dupl <laughs> I can't say. It. Yeah. Duplicative. Duplicative. Du duplicative. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Reviews of uh, new cloud services. So, yeah. So it's like essentially they're they're kind of putting a lot of a uh, lot of emphasis on on like revamping some of their the processes, um, and they even talk about the zero trust architecture where pretty much everything you know you don't. You don't, uh, you don't trust anything on your network, even if it's like, um, you know, it's inside your network. You don't trust it right away. You have to give it some sort of authentication piece or some sort of validation that is actually authorized and that's still clean, that it hasn't been affected. Just like you can imagine if somebody was, uh, you know, on their machine and then they down download some malware uh, from, uh, you know, from the web and then the machine gets compromised. Um, if they don't have a, a proper mechanism in place to kind of scan it and make sure that it's, it's still clean, um, then it is going to be on the network doing whatever it wants, especially if it's like an important, like, you know, um, 
you know, it could be like a, a, a system that, you know, some administrator has access to that has an administrator accounts on it that they can uh, kind of like daisy chain or they can hop between different different devices on the network. But I think this is overall, I think this is pretty great. I mean, it's great that the, the new administration is actually focused on cybersecurity, that they're putting a lot of, a lot of effort forward to uh, to make sure we secure our infrastructure. And like, and like you mentioned, I think there's like a billion dollars in billion dollars more that they're trying to invest in cybersecurity. Um, you, you gotta imagine that as, as we've seen just in like the last week here, how much this affected um, the US. And you can imagine if other things, other pipelines, other, um, um, you know, other main, like very, very essential services get compromised by cyber incidents that how much that's gonna affect us as a country. Um, we can imagine some nuclear power plants and you know water supply uh, water supply stations and um, you name it. Even like government, you know, if a, if a military base gets compromised and all these other big important um, resources and services that 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 we rely on get compromised. So putting, you know, we definitely have to put, you know, as much I don't know, we have to invest as much money or effort into this area as, as we do of any other you know national security, as much as we put in the military or any kind of other police force or, you know, whatever you want to think of, anything that we kind of like, we kind of rely on. Um, I think the cybersecurity has to be relied on just as, just as much. But, um, yeah, this, you think? This, this is the new attack terrain. You know what right. I mean? Like, it, it, like I said, it's, I, I know when you think about this, it, people usually think bombs, bullets, and things of that nature when they think of the right. and things of that. But like, this is, this is the new terrain. This is where our attacks are, are, are are being like people would be floored i'm not going to put the numbers out there but people would be floored if they knew how many attacks are, are thwarted every day you know what i mean just right through things that need to be done yeah that's a good point that even you know i play around with uh with stuff in the cloud and you know i put like a maybe a virtual machine in the cloud and uh and has a public you know i make it with a public ip just to test some things out and as soon as i put it out there you look at the logs you can see all kinds of attacks hitting it like almost instantly as soon as i put it out there as a public ip and it's accessible it's like you just you can see the logs you see people putting in uh john smith uh you know john smith username uh, admin and then put some random password whatever they do and you see always access denied some random like admin account names that just pop up in the, in the security log so it's uh it's just one of those things like um you just got to be, you got to be, uh, be aware that that's a big thing nowadays that people are trying to get into your stuff. Um, people are trying to get into these high profile government systems. So uh, we got to do our best to uh, make sure that doesn't happen. But do you have some thoughts on it as well, Brian? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, when I saw the exact order, I was like, uh, how much power does it really have? Uh, but the article does does state that you know these things are broad um, and they're meant to to align the executive branch with what they want to do. Um, but uh, in it, I mean, it, it like you said, it did have some 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 good stuff. Like when it comes down to just getting our our own house in order, uh, and it even talks about IoT devices. It uh, it talks about creating a, a more unifying more unified instant response playbook. Uh, and we have to remember that a lot of the frameworks that we currently have did come from the government when it comes to like the FISMA rules, as well as PCI, DSS for credit cards, things of that nature. They usually come out of the uh, the government's kind of like uh, brainstorming session, like, hey, how do we protect this? Because it, it could eventually affect national security. And then uh, the private sector adopts it and then, you know, kind of makes it their own. So I, I think it's all good. Uh, when I was flipping through the uh, the article, 
and it, it may be actually in the executive order, but I, I think the article would have captured it. Uh, it doesn't really talk about ransom and uh, and paying it, not paying it. So I think that is something that will come in the future. Uh, it does say that a lot of this stuff has to be fleshed out by Congress because uh, the branch that actually does make the the uh, the rules right. Because um, in other countries, like I, I, I know or I, I believe I've seen where the UK does not allow private companies to to pay ransom. Uh, so you you wouldn't have the colonial uh, pipeline situation where they paid the five mil. Uh, they would be disincentivized to paying because they would know that the, the company cannot pay. It would be against federal law. Um, and then how do you stop them from paying? I, I would assume it would be some kind of um, uh, fines or some kind of uh, regulatory actions would be taken on, on the private company if they were to pay the, uh, the ransom. So that's what, that's what I want to see. That's the big part. Like uh, we, we discussed in uh, yesterday's episode where we talked about just better continuity plan, better disaster recovery plans, because I think that would have helped out Colonial Pipeline a lot. But in this case, I think it would help out all the companies if you made it illegal for them to pay ransom. Because um, then you wouldn't have $50 million, $25 million ransoms being paid out. Uh, it, it would just disincentivize the attackers. Again, it will, it will put more pressure on the company to have a better plan. Because if you cannot pay, then you need to have plans to get back up and running as quickly as possible. Um, and then... I think I found in another article exactly what system was attacked. We'll talk about that uh, in tomorrow's episode. So I think that they, they're starting to leak what actually did happen and why these systems were brought down. And it wasn't necessarily the operational side of Colonial Pipeline that was attacked, actually. But the two, two sides may have been uh, tied to one another. Um, but to go back to this, I, I think too much legislation is bad, right? We never want the government to step in too far. But Cyber, so the cyber domain is such the wild wild west someone has to build a framework uh and that's probably going to come from the federal government in some regard and then everybody will adopt what they need to adopt to uh to their private uh companies because everybody's doing everything then no one's doing anything <laughs> you know what i mean that's like right. and you're going to continue to get attacked and, and ransom is it's like with with the world knowing that they paid there's going to be another ransomware uh attack it's going to happen they're like, oh, they got five mil. Uh, we we can we can cash in on this as well. We could tag so and so, and then those tools that they used are out there, even though that the the, uh, the ransomware gang may be disbanded for now, their their tools are still out there. So, so so what I what I'll say is like what I was I was kind of like you like with the executive order thing before I actually looked at the executive order and looked at the eleven sections. It's over eight thousand words or something like that is what the article says. And I looked at it. I expected to see you know like maybe a paragraph you know per section or whatever. It's it's got some stuff in there. I'm like okay, they're they're I think they really are taking it a little more serious than what the lip service has been given in the past, right? Because like over the time that we've been in or working for the military, like how much have we heard cybersecurity is a priority and it still hasn't been, right? So yeah, if you if you actually look at it, the White the White House document that they put out there, I'm like, man, there's a lot of stuff in here. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, and that shows actually, they've been working on it for a while as opposed to, it was a knee-jerk reaction of this week. They didn't turn out 8,000 words. Right. But go ahead, LeBron, sure. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's yeah. You had you had it covered. I was gonna say yeah, it's just uh, I just saw a couple words in there. They they didn't mention uh, multi-factor authentication. Uh, I know that's a uh, uh, you know one of your they they did uh, in section practice. section three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> section three. They put it out there. Man, that's good. That's good. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It saved my butt. It saved my butt. I just wanted to be even quicker 
but I guess then the attacker would have a quicker route to get to my stuff. So that's right. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good though. No, I think you're exactly right though. So uh, I think the big thing is on the, uh, on the, uh, the actual people get affected by ransomware and they're paying the money. I think that's probably like the biggest thing I like to see uh, addressed uh, going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that will come out uh, pretty soon. Cause uh I don't know if you guys saw it. I was watching the the news uh, repeats that they they show the yesterday's news in the morning time here, uh, and they asked uh, the president up front, like, "Did you know that uh, Colonial Pipeline paid the ransom?" And he was like, "I have nothing to say about that." And then he walked away. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's what that's what ended the press conference. I was oh, like, "Oh," so I think that they were taken by surprise. But again, everything in we don't have the timeline yet. So I think in real time, things were moving so fast. It was like, oh no, they attacked such, such a uh, system. Let's shut them all down. That was a knee jerk reaction, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, it was like, we gotta come up all backup. And it was like, this is taking too long. And it was like, call the FBI. And while they're doing that, there was like, pay the money. <laughs> I think it was several <laughs> people making several different decisions all at one time. Uh, so, but again, if you had, uh, I keep going back to the, the business continuity and disaster recovery plans. Like if you had, if you had thought about this, brainstormed this in the past, that this could potentially happen to you, what do we do when we have to break glass and hit the button? Like you have to, you have to exercise those things. You need somebody uh, experienced on your team. Uh, and then maybe you have to like uh, colonial pipeline could have had uh, several on-premises uh, CISOs if they wanted to, they had that type of money. It's, it's oil money. They got money. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if you're a smaller company then you, you outsource, you get somebody who knows their stuff, uh, who can give you, um, enough time to, to, to get the, the work done and they're not necessarily on premise. Uh, but again, it's a huge company. Like they, they probably have a room full of people. They just didn't, I don't think they, because not just keep slamming their team. I just don't think they, they practice for, for this eventuality, um, or else they would have had a plan that would have gotten them up quicker. So there's that. That's just that's just weird that they wouldn't though, right? Like you know, you know the business that you're in, and you know, you know, you. It's like casinos, right? They know how much they're going to lose if they're down for a day. You know what I mean? I think it would be the same thing here. Like you have to know, and and here's the thing: even before this happened to them seven days ago, now eight days ago, now whatever it was, um, or whatever it is, I think it was Friday the seventh, May seventh, I think, but um you you had to know that this was an eventuality like this is this is like number one like your pipeline shutting down is not what you want like how can you how can you be that naive to believe that it's not it's just not going to happen to us you know what i mean right even people that have the best security out there plan for it can happen to us you know that's just weird yeah well i'm sure there's going to be some because there's, there's always that once you go back you do the um the lessons learned there's always something that seems so obvious you'd be like oh man this is like that that's that one thing right there <laughs> had we had we thought about this it would have changed everything so yeah I've, i have seen some some after action reports where it's like how did come on how did this happen you know yeah how do we not think about this but again not to slander team like I, I don't know how big they are i don't know how uh well funded they were because who know that could have been the least funded uh department in the entire uh uh pipeline well, of, if, uh, if no that, pun intended. If, yeah, if if that was the case, it's definitely past tense now. It was the least funded. It will not be anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they could use that, that. That's a discount again. They could use that five mil 
to build a better team. Not to say that every company has $5 million just laying around, but I would assume when you're dealing all of the Southeast uh, uh, gas and jet fuel and et cetera, you probably got a little bit of, a little bit of money where you could spend on the cybersecurity, but I digress. Uh, so that, that pretty much wraps up for this episode where we talked about the executive order uh, next episode. So there'll be a ask us SP in between. I don't know the topic is yet I'm still fielding questions. So if you have a question, please go ahead and uh, shoot it to me because I might be desperate that day and I need a question real bad. <laughs> but if not, uh, I'll think of something else to, to, to talk about. There's so much stuff, right? Um, in cybersecurity. But Thursday's episode, um, that will be a discussion about the, uh, the ransomware being paid and a little bit more information, uh, which I found in this article about what may have happened uh, to cause the, the pipeline to be shut down. So... Uh, with that being said, please check us out at the website, www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. Uh, please visit our YouTube, watch the video. Please listen to the podcast, which is available on six different platforms. So there's going to be a platform where you listen to audio. We, we're probably on there. Uh, and then you can hit me up personally, where you can ask that question or bring up a topic for uh, Ask a uh, CSP at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. And I am on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, TikTok, Twitter, and TikTok. And Levon? And you can hit me up on that Twitter, at Levon Maynard. There it is. So stay safe, stay secure, and uh, keep listening throughout the week. Peace.